Yet another case of gun violence in the U.S. A shootout in New Jersey leaves six people dead, including three civilians, the gunman, and a police officer. U.S. House Democrats present two articles of impeachment against Donald Trump. The American leader calls the impeachment charges very weak. The search for a tourist still missing after a volcanic eruption on New Zealand's White Island halted. And the Asian Development Bank keeps its 2019 economic growth forecast for the Philippines at 6%. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. We start with yet another deadly shooting in the United States, this time in New Jersey, where a shootout between two gunmen and police officers kills at least six people. The dead include three civilians. The gunmen and a policeman were also killed. I will tell you, we, we, I mean, we cried with the family. It's one of the hardest things that you ever have to see in your entire life. I mean, um, nobody expected, I'm sure, Detective Seals not to return home. Um, I'm sure his children expected him to return home. And, um, you know, sometimes people don't appreciate the tough work that these police officers do every single day. Every day they put on that uniform and they take their life into their own hands and they do it for the better part of a city like Jersey City. Two more police officers and a civilian were wounded in that shootout, but are now in stable condition. Heard a lot of terror or hate crimes have been ruled out at this point. That's part of the investigation. I can tell you, we have no evidence that's pointing in that direction at this time, but that's certainly on the table. U.S. President Trump says he has already been briefed on what he describes as a horrific shootout. He also condoles with the victims and their families. Well, U.S. President Trump formally facing two articles of impeachment as U.S. House Democrats have charged the Republican leader with abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, setting up a historic floor vote in a matter of days. Len Elmadin Thornhill reports from Washington, D.C. These voters in the battleground state of Pennsylvania are the focus of President Donald Trump campaign efforts, hoping to convince them to still vote for him in 2020, despite being embroiled in impeachment proceedings. In service to our duty to the Constitution and to our country, the House Committee on the Judiciary is introducing two articles of impeachment charging the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, with committing high crimes and misdemeanors. House Democrats are accusing President Trump of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress regarding his interactions with Ukraine, setting the stage for a showdown in the Senate and a momentous floor vote in a matter of days. The President's misconduct is as simple and as terrible as this. President Trump solicited a foreign nation, Ukraine, to publicly announce investigations into his opponent and a baseless conspiracy theory promoted by Russia to help his re-election campaign. We must be clear, no one, not even the president, is above the law. Phil and political analyst Sherokino Bludgett noted that Democrats could have made arguments to bring in other issues, but the strategy is to bring out issues they can readily prove. The Mueller investigation, they weren't going to bring in the Russia issue because there was no evidence to tie the president directly to those charges. So they're going to focus on the things that they can get support around, what they can get evidence around. 
Meanwhile, Republicans defending the president are sticking to their talking points. You know, back in 2016, the Democrats called those who supported Donald Trump deplorables. And now they're trying to disqualify their votes. Democrats still cannot get over the fact that the president won the election and they lost. Remember that it's all about marketing and framing the, the picture. So the public is seeing uh, the uh, Democrats presenting evidence to uphold the articles of, of impeachment to move it forward. The Republicans have framed the argument that nothing that he has done was wrong. Let Amadine Thornhill, ABS-CBN News. The latest now on the tragedy on White Island in New Zealand. The search for eight people still missing after a volcanic eruption has been brought to a halt. Increasing tremor activity on the island hampered response teams from entering. Authorities have been cautious about accessing the island, which is now covered with ash and steam. They say they do not want to put more lives at risk. New Zealand's geological agency also warning there's still a 50% chance of another eruption. For New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, the recovery of the missing tourists is the top priority. Also for our police, the recovery is paramount for them. Uh, they've been receiving information and advice from GNS, from technical experts, as to um, the, the best, most appropriate time for them to be able to return to White Island to undertake that recovery. But having spoken to many of those involved in that operation, they are very, very eager um, to get back. They want to bring people's loved ones home. The eruption killed six tourists. Dozens are still in hospital after suffering severe burns. Metro Manila's two water service providers dropped their multi-billion peso compensation claims against the Philippine government. RG Cruz reports. Facing the House Committees on Good Government and Public Accountability and Public Accounts, the big bosses of Metro Manila's water concessionaires made three points at the get-go. First, they will no longer insist that government pay them almost 11 million pesos in damages awarded by the Singapore Permanent Court of Arbitration for losses because government did not allow them to increase water rates. Sang-ayon po kami sa direktiba ng presidente, sa kagustuhan ng presidente, wag na ho naming habulin yung historical arbitral award sa amin. Susunod po kami sa kagustuhan ng, ng gobyerno. They will also not implement a water rate hike schedule next month. They also will not pass on to consumers their corporate income taxes. Ipinariting po namin sa MWSS sa aming sulat noong, noong ikatlo ng Disyembre ang aming hangarin na makipag-ugnayan para mag, 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 magkasundo kung paano maaayos maipatutupad ang pagpaliban sa nasabing naaprubahang taas singil. Hindi po kami magtataas ng tubig, ng presyo ng tubig sa January. They have also agreed to renegotiate parts of the concession agreement that were deemed onerous by the administration. But they insist they complied with the requirements of the concession agreement. Sinusuportahan po namin ang water supply master plan ng MWSS. Kaya lubos po kaming, nag, nagbuhos po kami ng 181 billion investment mula noong 2007. Sa loob ng 22 taon ng Manila Water, bilang kinatawan at kontraktor ng MWSS, ay laging sinisiguro ang pakanan at kabutihan ng aming mga customer. 
the MWSS has formed a technical working group to study amendments while creating a team to join the negotiations. Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara calls the company's decision a positive development because it removes a potential liability from the books of account of the government. He adds his agency will continue its review of the existing contracts. President Rodrigo Duterte, not done with his tirades, issued a new threat against those behind the crafting of the controversial agreements. I want everybody, yung mga abogado dyan noon, kung ayaw nilang pumunta dito, I will drag them. Then if you will force my hand, I will throw my last card. Ayaw ninyo? O sige. Gusto ninyo daanin sa... It will suspend its due to business purpose. Widespread economic sabotage. Ayaw inyong pumunta dito. Gusto ko magharap silang lahat dito sa akin. Isa-isahin ko sila. Ang abogado ng gumawa ng kontrata. Manila Water President Jose Rene Almendras meanwhile insists he did not interfere for Manila Water when he was with the Aquino cabinet under whose watch the arbitration was filed. R.G. Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Experts weighing in on the issue between the Philippine government and Metro Manila's water concessionaires. Public Utilities consultant Alan Ortiz calls Maynilad and Manila Water's decision to drop their compensation claims a calculated retreat. Meanwhile, economist Calixto Chikyamko warns government bullying the concessionaires may hurt the country's reputation when it comes to the rule of law and the sanctity of contracts. Chikyamko adds this may have a negative impact on water security, investments and the Philippines' credit rating. Meanwhile, the extension of the concession agreement between the Philippine government, Manila Water, and Maynila, well, that has been revoked. This means those agreements will end by year 2022. Alvin Chico reports. The Metropolitan Water Works and Sewerage System Board has canceled or revoked the resolution passed during the Arroyo administration extending the concession agreement with water companies up to year 2037. MWSS Chairman Reynaldo Velasco says the concession agreement with Maynila and Manila Water will be back to its original time frame of up to 2022. Both concessionaires have not yet issued statements regarding the cancellation of the extension. Meanwhile, Maynila and Manila Water have also agreed to defer the scheduled rate hike for January 2020. Both firms had obtained the go signal of the MWSS board to proceed with the almost 3 pesos per cubic meter adjustment as part of the rate rebasing mechanism. But the MWSS chief regulator had earlier asked them to postpone the upward adjustment. Attorney Patrick T. says... Even with a deferral of the rate hike, water concessionaires need to push through with all the lined-up projects. Yung deferral na gagawin natin, dapat hindi makaka-apekto sa rollout ng projects nila. Yung po ang pinakaripatate. Mababawi naman nila yun pag magkakaroon ng tariff adjustment in the future. From 1997, when the concession agreement began, water rates have more than tripled. In 1997, all-in water rates only ranged from 5 to 10 pesos per cubic meter, which increased to up to 29 pesos per cubic meter in 2003. In 2008, it already ranged from 33 to 46 pesos per cubic meter, which further ballooned to 48 pesos in 2013. Last quarter this year, the current water rate have reached up to more than 50 pesos per cubic meter. Former MWSS chief negotiator Joel Yu explains the rates could have been bigger had they not disallowed the recovery of corporate income tax of Maynilad and Manila Water. 
Ang mga konsesyonaryo ba natin ay utilities? Bakit? Kasi kung sila ay utilities, hindi nila pwedeng makolekta ang corporate income tax sa mga customer. Both concessionaires questioned the move of the then chief regulator and MWS's board. They brought the matter to arbitration and eventually won against the government. Alvin El Chico, ABS-CBN News. Manila Water and Maynilad representatives face Philippine House lawmakers saying they're willing to put the non-interference provision in their concession agreement on the negotiating table. That's after House Deputy Minority Leader Carlos Zarate said the provision which bars the Philippine government from interfering with water rates should be scrapped. But both concessionaires argue government is involved in setting those rates. Hindi naman po unilateral on the part of uh, Manila Water or Maynilad yung pagseset ng taripa. Ang uh, pinaliwanag po namin na uh, nag-uumpisa po yan doon sa kung ano po muna ang gusto ng MWSS na pagawa sa amin. The process of uh, rate setting, rate rebasing, and following the, the lead coming from the MWSS regulatory office. Pwede pa rin nilang i-wave. Even if wala pa silang malinaw na posisyon doon sa mga onerous uh, uh, provisions na yon, no? So that's an admission in itself na may problema doon. Meanwhile, water regulator MWSS admits it cannot deliver portable, make that potable water to Metro Manila alone. This despite issuing a board resolution revoking the extension of concession agreements with both Manila and Manila Water. Kaya ba ninyo kung mawala yung dalawang concessioners, Maynila at Manila Water? Sa ngayon po, uh, Mr. Chair, sa ngayon Is po... Is yes or no? Napakaliit ng aming empleyado, uh, mahigit isang daan lang po. At, uh, so hindi kaya? Sa ngayon po, kung existing resources, hindi po kaya. It is with very grave concern that we view this action uh, um, and we believe also that it's a it's not um, proper to unilaterally revoke an agreement. Magbula pa po noong magkaroon ng original uh, extension noong 2009 ay uh, base po doon sa let, doon nga po sa approval ay uh, ginawa na po namin yung uh, spending plan that uh, presumes na mababawi po ang lahat ng investment natin for that extended period of time. The Asian Development Bank keeps its 2019 growth forecast for the Philippines, but it has trimmed its 2019 economic outlook for developing Asia as the trade war bites. For this year, ADB expects Manila's economy to expand at 6%, consistent with its earlier forecast. That's within the Philippine government's target of 6 to 7%. For developing Asia, though, it downgraded its outlook from 5.4% to 52 The ADB says it trimmed its forecast for developing Asia as growth in China and India weakened due to persistent trade tensions in the region and broader global slowdown. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.